0: Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this week comes from Luke, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies, do good good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. and from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask that for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Here ends our gospel lesson. Please be seated. I should point out uh, many thanks to Carl Rohr for bringing vision, and he provided the the candles and uh, all that. uh, I'm not sure about the rest of you, but I found our opening very moving as we remembered all the saints in our lives. So thank you for that. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There are some holidays and celebrations that we Protestants still share with the Roman Catholics. And many of these holidays uh, are easy to celebrate together, despite our differences. Like, say, Easter or Christmas. It's hard to argue that uh, any Christian should not celebrate Christ's birth or Christ's resurrection. I mean, what would be the whole point of this church thing, then? Perhaps one of the most difficult church holidays to celebrate together, though, is today, All Saints Sunday. By the time of the Reformation, the the practice of asking key saints to plead your case to God on your behalf had started to remove God from the process entirely. Instead of seeking out Christ and Christ alone for their forgiveness and redemption, people had begun to sidestep our Lord altogether. Many people in the Roman Catholic Church would fully rely on a personal saint to do the work that only God can do. And when the Pope kicked us out, differences over how we venerate the saints or not was a big point of contention. Still, still, While we have differences with other churches as to what this day means, it is very important for us, nonetheless. In fact, it could be argued that All Saints Sunday should matter more to Protestants than others, because we believe that all stand equally before God. This means that today we are thinking of everyone we ever knew, who has gone before us. Today is not just about key saints like St. Francis of Assisi, say, or St. Augustine, St. Benedict, or even the apostle St. Paul. Today is about everyone that has a candle burning for them at the front of our church. More than that, today is about everyone who has a candle of love burning for them in the hearts of anyone, for them in any corner of this vast world. In Christ, all are sainted. In Christ, all these saints are celebrated today, not just the famous ones. The Reverend Nadia Boltzweber spoke about this day very profoundly when she preached at a woman's prison in Colorado earlier this week. Now, Nadia Boltz-Weber is an ELCA pastor who is quite different than the guy preaching to you today. <laughs> Carl smiling. He knows who she is. Oh. Nadia's path to ordination led through all sorts of ups and downs, struggles and triumphs, addictions and sobriety that has helped her to relate to groups like a congregation in a woman's prison better than I probably ever will. She swears a lot more from the pulpit than I do, has many more tattoos than I ever plan to get, but she also tells it straight. For her, it is crucial to get to the heart of the amazing grace that draws us all back to the one and only God who gave of himself so that our brokenness may be made whole. In her sermon, entitled, It's All Saints, Not Some Saints, she had this to say. And this is kind of a longer quote. In my limited understanding of all this, all I know is that we all come from God. I swear you can smell him on the heads of newborns. And while we are here, we have access to our God our divine source, when we come to God in prayer and when we are forgiven by someone and when we show mercy and when we love ourselves and when we are of service to others and when we sing and when we admit our faults and when we weep. These are the thin places in which the veil between here and the heart of God is translucent. She continues, I am no expert in the afterlife, but all I know is that when we die, we love somehow, uh, when we die, we somehow return to our divine source. And because God is love, the love we shared here on earth is the connective tissue that unites us eternally with everyone who loved us. In some inexplicable way, we are all, every single one, every single one of us, held together in the heart of God. We are all, every single one of us, held together in the heart of God. Powerful words for the profound remembrance we do today. We bring our grief with us here to church today, remembering all those we have loved and lost. Do the work Of turning that grief over to the Lord once again. We do this because we trust that the heart of God is big enough. Big enough to bear all those who have gone before us. And all those who will come after. Of course, it is easy to get hung up on how we fall short of God's grace and glory. And how we or those we care about might miss out on the saintly experience. Because we are somehow not good enough. It is tempting to reflect upon the error of our ways. The times we have messed up. And the extreme likelihood that we will carry these same vices forward. When we, as we reflect on all these things it is easy to think that God is as ashamed of our past as we are. The parts of us that feel small and ashamed can appear all the smaller and more shameful when compared with the greatness and goodness of the Almighty. Yet in Jesus' command from our Gospel lesson for this week, we hear how the nature of God is revealed revealed to be far higher than even the worst of our petty human ways. Jesus said, I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, Do not withhold even your shirt. God calls us to be kind in the face of animosity, show love to the face of hatred, confront curses with blessings, and greet the needs of others with generosity. These are hard teachings for us to follow. But if one is able to follow where God leads with these commands, I have no doubt that we would all consider them gracious, generous, loving, and forgiving. If God desires this for us, how much more must God embody these traits than us mortals? How much more love does God have in store for enemies, goodness in store for those who despise him, Blessings, blessings prepared even for those who curse him. Our, great, our God is a great and generous God. And if God commands us to be, even, to be more generous than we would be otherwise, we can only imagine how much more generous and gracious God must be too. So brothers and sisters in Christ, We carry the memories of our loved ones to the cross once again today. There, the bodies, minds, and souls of those who have died are renewed, redeemed, and resurrected. At the feet of the cross, we find ourselves enveloped in the big heart of God, whose welcome knows no end. That heart is the cosmic center that binds us with all our beloved who have gone before, and the generations of faithful whom the world is waiting for with eager anticipation. All are created to be sainted by the grace and love of God in Jesus Christ, and we celebrate together today that this saintliness persists beyond our present mortality. We rejoice that the heart of God proves to be just a little bit bigger when each of our beloved ones are welcomed to their eternal home where the celebration never ends. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace comment.